0: talk about family we got everything I you standing there by my side and now you with Hello and welcome to Too Fast Too Forever. There's all kinds of family we chose this one. This is episode 24 Too Fast Too Furious Lap 3.
1: I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe 2 and this episode is brought to you by Eastern Oregon Leather Company. In a world of disposable Chinese junk and impersonal brief communication, you're wanting for something that will last, something that will take some wear and still look good, maybe even better than when you got it. You're in the right place. Eastern Oregon Leather Company specializes in leather cuff bracelets that are handmade by this guy. Okay. I hope that you got your leather cuff bracelets in the mail. I did, and I
0: got a spare set for the Mikester, so when I see him this weekend or, as you're listening to this this past weekend, I will give him his leather cuffs, and hopefully he will enjoy them as much as you and I do. But shout out, Eastern Oregon Leather Company. Yes, perfect. So before we get started, I need to its apo- Not only really apologize, but last lap, Joe, you and I had said that we were going to do something this lap. And basically as soon as we finished recording last episode, we were like, oh no, we didn't do that.
1: We totally didn't do that,
0: yeah. That was to track the necklace from beginning to end in this franchise. But as we always say, we got nothing but time. Easy though. It's not in this movie at all. It's not in this movie at all. Long story short, we will do that next lap when we have our next lap of not the micster but the other guests scattered here and there. Uh, We will do that if we remember. If not, we'll do it with Kara. It's you know we got nothing but time. We got nothing but time, brother.
1: We got so many opportunities to do it. I promise.
0: Extracurricular
1: activities, Joe. What have you been up to since we recorded the first episode of Lap Three? Nothing super crazy, I don't think. But I did have. I was very proud of myself. I don't even think I told you this. I had my stove break. Right. The oven part. Um, I have an electric oven, and it broke. And I was like feeling pretty down like I was gonna have to buy a new stove and then there's all these problems because like I have an electric stove right now but like I have the gas lines there because I got them to put them in so like I would have a new I would have to get a new power outlet put in so there'd be like a electrician come over which is like all this clusterfuck and I was just like stressed about it and then I eventually was like you know what I wonder if I could just fix this oh so I like looked online I was like I like it was probably just the heating element so I could look and they're like yeah like you know that happens and like you can just like replace it so I was like, I wonder how much heating elements cost. And they're like $20. Oh. Yeah, I thought it would be way more, too. I ordered one on Amazon. It showed up. Kind of drunk on Saturday. I was like, I'm just going to throw this bad boy in. Like, I had watched a video. And, like, I'm going to tell you a story. It might sound a little sexist, but I'm not meaning it like that, okay? Oh, boy. I'm, I'm sorry. So when I was looking up how to replace a heating element in your stove, one of the first videos I saw on YouTube was this, like, very beautiful curvy blonde woman in like a nightclub dress being like this is how you change your heating element and i watched that much of the video and i was like i got this because i was like look like i'm I'm not like the manliest guy ever but if she can do it in a club dress i could probably do this it's, just, it's really just two wires dude you just like unplug the back and plug it back in and i turned the oven on and it fucking works so yeah, there we go.
0: I guess that's a better alternative than the uh, other kind
1: of fix-it video, where it's just like overweight guys wheezing as they try to. This is what him, I was like, saying. Like yeah. when I see, like I watch the car one sometimes, and they're like dudes that are like their hands are just like mauled, you know what I mean? And they're grizzly, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And he's like, just yeah. use your strength to take this off. And I'm like, oh fuck, like I'm not gonna be able to hang with this guy. Like they look like dom. You know what I mean? Like a grizzled Dom. So yes, yeah, so I saw this like nicely attractive woman who had like some dainty looking hands and I was like, I'm confident in myself.
0: I wonder if that's a
1: thing on what? YouTube to have like hot women do instructional videos. Like ASMR like... of oven repairs. Yeah, <laughs> of, of anything. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I guess, remember Tool Time had like Heidi, you know, Pamela Anderson was on Tool Time. Uh-huh? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, it just makes it approachable. So that's 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 what I did. That was like the big accomplishment that I had in the past couple weeks. Like, I haven't done anything else since, so. Cool. Since we last recorded, I went to Las Vegas
0: for CES oh, for right. work, yeah. so this is my sixth trip out there for that. That's cool. In the last seven years. It's sort of uneventful, but people here that I go to Vegas for work, they're like, oh my God, you're so lucky. Like, Vegas is so cool. I'm like, well, yeah, but I mean, we wake up, I woke up at 5.30 or before every okay. day, basically worked until 7.30 each night, uh, had delicious dinners, but then went to bed by like 8.30 or 9. Like, it's not just wiped. Yeah. a glamorous time, but... I did have a Michelin star rated Chinese food, which was incredible. That's awesome. I had great Mediterranean food. I had a couple of good burgers. I had lots and lots of good food. So a lot of work, a lot of exhausting long days, but great food out there. Nothing else really to write home about. I did go to the Avengers station, which I sent you some pictures on Facebook, where it's this sort of live action museum through the history of the Avengers movies. That's really cool. But it was made after Ultron, or maybe around the time of Age of Ultron. So things are sort of outdated. so There is not like any you know reference of Thanos. So like it, it would have been great you know three or four years ago. But as it stands at the beginning of twenty nineteen,
1: eh. how have they updated? Forty two dollars. It? it was forty two dollars to get in. Yeah. What the fuck does it like? Is this For like a, a traveling tour? Is this like a traveling circus? Like. How is that even a thing? No, it's not. It's just like it's. Imagine a gift shop with like a museum downstairs, and that's what this is. I know, but is it like actually run by Marvel? Do they charge you? Is there like some guy that like made this? Oh no, it's it's everything's officially licensed. No, I mean it's officially licensed, but like, did Marvel wheel this thing and are they charging people?
0: No, it's like people? a permanent. It's it's not a, it's not a moving thing. Like it's been there for years. Like oh, it's, it's a in Vegas. Fixture. It's
1: not part of CES.
0: No, 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 no. That's what I was just, thinking. Sorry. Okay. You know, there's a bunch of them. I think there's probably one in Orlando. There's, I think there's maybe one in Times Square. There was one in Times Square, at least. So okay. There's there are a handful of them. Uh, but I think this one has probably been there since, you know, maybe since 2015. I don't know. But it was... But it existed. It would have been really cool.
1: I you know. See, because I went to Comic-Con, so I was thinking it was like part of CES somehow that was like
0: oh yeah no I mean they do have cool stuff in, uh, for CES like there was a uh, yeah this like futuristic I think I don't know if I sent you the picture but there's like this helicopter that looks like it's out of Avatar or like Terminator oh, that's cool. which is awesome um, that eventually is going to be the goal is to have it be like drone powered but it just it's just like all like silicon body like it's just it's so cool like there's cool stuff to see on the show but this is just basically like outside of Treasure Island there's like this yeah. thing above a CVS it's just this Avengers station unaffiliated with CES you can go there any time of the year and cool. overpay for a short, <laughs> short self-guided tour. That's Vegas, man. And that's like Marvel, man, so, you know, yeah. you know. Uh, that's all I really got. Uh, I've gone on another trip next week, but I will expl- I will talk about that after it happens in two weeks cool. when we talk about Tokyo Drift. Oh, also, I do want to preview Tokyo Drift. I don't know if we really talked about it here. I know that Mike talked about it a little bit on High School Slumber Party, and I mentioned it uh, in this little intro thing that I did with Brian of High School Slumber Party. Next episode, Tokyo Drift, will be the start of a three-part crossover extravaganza, where it'll be you and me, Joe, mm-hmm. along with the Mikester, along with Brian Rodriguez, yep. from the Too Fast, Too Furious episode, Last Lap. Yep. And we're going to be all on here talking about Tokyo Drift. Then we're going to carry the conversation over to Brian's podcast, Focuses on high school movies, and then we're going to carry the conversation over to Mike's podcast, Third Times of Charm, where he talks about the third Thirst. movie in a franchise. Yeah. So it's going to be very, very exciting. It's going to We've been be a for a while, four or five hours maybe of you know talking about Tokyo Drift. I, when I was talking to Brian, he's like, It's kind of you know, like it's special for our show, I do ask you forever, but like it's also kind of like old hat for us because it's like, Oh, we're just talking about Tokyo Drift, but like for them. You know, it's just like a new world to open up on their their programs. So... I'm excited. Just like we did, you, me, and Mike did, for Fate of the Furious over on Watch the Throne, this is just more shows on the Cage Club Podcast Network for listeners of this show to check out. And, you know, maybe if you like the kind of segments and the topics and everything
1: you know check out more of their episodes yeah amen that's how we, that's how i try to do it here
0: any other extracurricular activities you want to mention before we move on
1: no i always forget that that we start with that and then i'm like oh shit what did i do and so i just like give like the one tidbit that's the freshest in my memory so it works there's no wrong answer there's no wrong answers yeah
0: we have a patreon here patreon.com/2fast2forever i think soon after i do a couple more work trips and things quiet down a little bit i'm going to make some merch we're going to start sending out some stickers and stuff that'd be cool but if you want to support us if you you don't have to but if you want to if you have a couple extra bucks patreon.com slash too fast to forever we'll some special exclusive content over there what we will ask for which costs no money yeah
1: special special request that I had this this episode
0: so we actually have Please. two special requests. Okay. One more important, one fun.
1: What's the? I hopefully mine's the important one.
0: Yours is the important one. So okay. there are more than a few. There's at least there's there's a handful of Fast and Furious podcasts. We just found out that there's another one uh, that started in the last you know couple months. Yeah. One thing that really can help us differentiate ourselves from the pack, if you have the time, is go on iTunes and leave us a review. Uh, Costs no money. If you just want to go on there and just give no. us five stars if you like the show and just write a little write-up. Give us no stars. Tell us you, tell us the fuck off. Well, I mean, give us five stars though. and then tell <laughs> us the fuck off. Rating our podcast, writing reviews helps in some way the algorithms of iTunes. You know, we're never going to be the biggest podcast on, on iTunes. No, but never. if everybody who listens, if everybody, if everybody who's written an email to us writes a review, we could have 10 or 12 reviews up there. And like that's going to make a significant sort of improvement yeah so so
1: i was looking i was looking at some other podcasts i'm not going to mention it but they had like a hundred ratings but then they only had like three or four like written ratings and i was like man like for for all the things that like we get you know you could come in and be like those guys suck and i will be like oh cool that's a written rating you know like whatever you i mean like whatever you feel like let it out if you can and you have the three seconds to do it i would greatly appreciate it and, you can put and I know the that anonymous. everybody uses
0: different podcast feeds for or podca- podcatchers to listen to their episodes. They use yeah. Google Play or Spotify or Stitcher or like I use Overcast. But it feels like, you know, iTunes is the big one. That's where podcasting really began. Like Apple sort of made it available to the mainstream. So if you're able to go on there and just write us a review, uh, give us a five-star rating, that would be really appreciated. We don't really have plans for the Patreon money. We're just going to spend it on Facebook ads or creating merch. Um, we yeah. know that we're not going to make a living, although we did joke on... Boyfriend Charlotte, if you want to donate know, fifteen or twenty grand a month, uh, you know we will quit our jobs and do so many podcasts. But <laughs> yeah. until we get to fifteen or twenty grand a month, it's just sort of you know to, to sort of funnel back into the show. But if you just want to help us, if you like the show, you enjoy the show, uh, write a review. The Please. other thing that is a little bit more work but will be a lot of fun, I think, is later in this episode, Joe and I are going to debut. We're still play testing it, but. We're going to debut our Fast and Furious character quiz. Which is actually really cool. Twenty choices. So Mike will be the first one to take it on air. Joe and I have both taken this. We'll talk about it. I'll talk about it a little bit more later. What we do not have yet, which I genuinely liked about the Zimbio quiz, were write-ups for each character. They were kind of generic, they were kind of, you know, vague, but they all fit the characters and they all had a great way to end. So here's my request. If you write in We'll give you the list of characters. We'll put that on our Facebook page or whatever. Or should and our we? our Twitter and our Patreon. Or should we? Maybe we won't. So. That's what I was saying. Write in a character write-up for any character that you think might be in this quiz. There are 20 characters in
1: the quiz, okay? Some of them pretty obvious. Yep. Some of them maybe not so obvious.
0: No Niece Denise, not an answer, unfortunately. Sadly, no. Although, if you write in a review, write-up of No Niece Denise, maybe we'll make her a character. So if you write in a... A write-up about like you know you are brian o'connor and then just sort of describe what qualities of brian would sort of your eyes are the bluest
1: blue and you love mia and you drive a skyline and your favorite engine's a gallo 24 yeah and you drive like the wind blows and that's the only requirement it has to end (laughs) with you drive like the wind blows and that's it and if you like i mean if it's good then we're gonna use it that's gonna be our that's going to be our character quiz. At the yep. End. Joe and
0: I have a really, I think, effective way of, like, writing a first draft and then tweaking it and then tweaking it and then being good. So, if you want to send it in, maybe we'll add a little bit, maybe we'll, you know, remove a little bit. But anybody who wants to be a part of this show, because eventually we're going to put this quiz online so that not just people listen
1: in eternity in the yeah. quiz.
0: But if you want to be a part of Too Fast, Too Forever, we'll give you credit. Write in, send us an email, family at cageclub.me.
1: With your write up for any character you would like. I think it's a cool idea. I think it's a fun idea. You can do one, you can do ten, you can do zero. Doesn't matter to me.
0: And speaking of email address, our email address here is family at cageclub.me. We have two emails today, Joe. Ooh, I like it. First up, our friend Wes Hampton writes in Too Fast, Too Furious, Hi, Lap Three. What up, fam? What up? Excellent man. episode as usual. It's nice to finally meet Mike. He fits in really well with your flow and seems like a great guest to bring along for a whole lap. I look forward to this mystery
1: Tokyo Drift thing you guys have planned. Well, we just just spoiled it all. No longer a mystery. (laughs) Yes, no longer a mystery, but it's happening.
0: Wes says, as usual, I've got comments. I don't know how I feel about the fan fiction just yet. I don't know if you've listened to anybody to You Are My Lifespan, but we put out between laps (laughs) two and three. Chapter one of the fan fiction. So it's here's what my so says.
1: weird. It's so weird. Good.
0: I have nothing against fan fiction. I think it's as valid a way to connect to something you love as painting a picture or writing an opinion piece or True. hosting a podcast. True. Or, may I say, cross-stitching some art. True. You will not write that, but I will say that. I will say I've just never really been interested in fanfics in the past. It's something that seems like it should be right up my alley, but I can't get into it. Which I feel like, to me the same kind of thing, like, I love sort of the idea of expanded universes, I love creative people yeah. writing about things they love, but I've also never really spent time at all being Neither like, oh, I. let me see, whatever. Yep. That being said, I will definitely tune in for the continuing drama unfolding in You Are My Lifespan, if for no other reason than to hear Joe doing character voices. <laughs> Good, the first I'm... episode is fun, so I say keep it up if you guys enjoy it, which, you know, we were going I to to do it. anyway, but I
1: appreciate... That. I, I hope that the, the voices were were good i had a lot of fun choosing the voices and i think that it played well i mean at least rachel laughed at them and that's all i could ask for so hopefully you laughed too
0: uh, melissa you know friend of the show melissa line i really liked it too good uh Wes says on that same note i like stars of the stars as well i'm not a believer in astrology but it's a new unique way to look at the characters each episode plus it's just silly and fun Good. So, okay. Joe's already sort of warning me that this upcoming one is a weird one, so we'll we'll find out. It's but not yeah. that
1: weird. It's not that weird. Okay.
0: Thing. Another listener, sorry I forgot her name and can't go back, mentioned that there was a, supposedly a Letty Dom Brian love triangle, and this was uh, Cassie Wilson, I think, our, mm-hmm. our, our patron over there, that there was supposedly a Letty Dom Brian love triangle, in an earlier version of the script. I'm not sure the specifics, Wes writes, but I read the same thing in an article back when Michelle Rodriguez was threatening to leave the franchise if they didn't give the women more to do in the series.
1: Amen. Good for her. That's awesome, by the way. Yes. Yeah.
0: Except the version that Wes read said she went to Vin Diesel with her concerns because she was afraid of getting fired if she made a big deal out of wanting to change the script. And he went to bat for her and got the script changed. Basically, she was just saying that uh, he's always had her back. Is a nice sentiment. Either way, I'm glad they ditched that storyline. Letty is much too loyal and self possessed to be swayed even by Brian's baby blues. Yeah, the bluest blue eyes. Or, you know, by the fact that he drives like the wind blows.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's well, that's gonna right. so
0: IMDb trivia can be questionable at best. As you know, I'm glad you guys smelled the BS on that Save by the Bell trivia right away because I just listened to a recent interview with Rob Cohen where he was asked about that and he claimed he didn't even know what Save by the Bell was, which. I don't believe that, but <laughs> I do believe that that was never in the cards. Yeah, it says the Rob Cohen interview was really good. There was one other thing he said that he'll mention that Wes will mention because you brought up, we brought up Dom's RX seven as one of the only times he drives an import.
1: Yeah.
2: Rob
0: Cohen talked about how Dom has this rage inside him that he's constantly holding back because the last time he lost control, he almost killed the guy that killed his dad. Yes. You can see it in a lot of his scenes in the first movie, and it was very intentional. He said he put Dom in an RX-7 because he wanted this big guy stuck in a tiny car oh. where it really feels like he's kind of chafing at the restraint of it. I just thought that was an interesting take on the character. I do like the kind of, you know... Like a
1: caged animal kind of thing. In Tokyo Drift, we see Twinkie's Hulk car. This is just sort of Hulk in a car, right? Oh, so. oh, yeah, and that's a good point, too. I didn't think about that either. If you flip it, because Twinkie's, like, unintimidating, you know what I mean? He's small, and then you have him in a car that is yeah. small, but it's Hulk. So, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good call.
0: Wes says, you guys wondered about Harry knowing about Brian being a cop? And this is, of course, Wes coming in with the answers to something that we should have known but didn't. Well, there's a quick line when Brian gets pulled into the police house the first time where they ask if Harry's cooperating, and Brian says something like, he's cooperating like someone who's looking at 5 to 10 for receiving stolen goods. Ah. That's a paraphrase, but basically, yeah, Harry knows, and he's helping out the cops so he doesn't get arrested, which is kind of what where that, we what got say. to. You. That's what we assumed, but we yeah. also should have just known that ah Wes says last thing before his car pick for we say so he has a car pick to do later i don't think i've shared this with you but if i have feel free to skip it i don't think he did back in june 2017 when we went to la which we heard about that they yes. the pictures he said he got an airbnb up in the hills near simi valley the house they got was fine but the nice part was that it overlooked the whole valley the guy that managed the property was pointing things out to us from the balcony and he pointed to a big dry lake directly below us at the foot of the hill he said it used to be a recreational area but they drained the lake because of the drought and then the whole thing is fenced off but every so often someone will cut the lock on the gate at late at night and you can see a group of cars race the mile-long road that circles the lake bed and then drive straight out before the cops show up
1: that's really cool
0: Wes said he didn't think much about until a few nights later they were in they got in really late like around 2 a.m and they had the patio door open while they're getting ready for bed All of a sudden, they heard engines revving in the distance. (laughs) They ran outside in time to catch three or four sets of headlights speeding into the fenced-off area. He says they watched them drive around the lake and then speed back out into the street without stopping. The whole thing only took a couple of minutes. Maybe it was kind of wild, getting their own little Fast and Furious show in L.A. That is really cool.
1: That is really it's really awesome. cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that a lot.
0: And he says that's it for this week. He, he has the car pick, but that's it for this week. Can't wait to hear your fresh take on Too Fast Too Furious. It's still a pretty silly movie, but I'm kind. It's kind of growing on him, even if it is, almost feels
1: more disconnected from the series than Tokyo Drift. Which it does. You know, yeah. It does, yeah. And, it, and yep. I'm glad it's growing on you because it's, it's one of my favorites. It it creeps up on you. Other email we have
0: from Jenny McMullen. Hello, shout out, Jenny. Hi, Jenny. Subject line, meme for you. She says, hi, guys. Had to send this to you later, Jenny. And then before I send the picture, it says, P.S., really like the fan fiction. Sounded great as narrator and voices, but damn, what a cliffhanger.
1: Are they all going to be that way? I'll be listening anyway. I think a lot of them do end as cliffhangers because she writes like, a chapter at a time from what i've seen when i was like saving them in case she ever tries to delete them from us yeah was that they're all pretty much cliffhangers like you're saying is
0: that it's great literature i mean it's basically you know like a harry potter book every every
1: harry potter chapter is just like oh my god what are they gonna do next pretty much i I would think of it more of like a long-standing soap opera okay yeah with 30 installments so the meme jenny sent is in a world full of kardashians be a letty and it's just michelle rodriguez all greased up you know working on a car leaning back looking like great letty right there yes peak letty she's like peak optimal letty well
0: that's all the emails that we have for this week so shout out Wes, shout out jenny thank you both for writing in if you you want to write in Anything you read, or anything you write, we'll read on air. Or read anything. if you don't want us to read something on air, you can send us an email, just say hi, and just say, you know, don't read this on air, and we'll go from there. But, family at cageclub.me, write in, let us know what you think. Say hi. Yeah, Alright, Joe, hi. on the streets,
1: this is the update. Uh, what's going on in the world of The Fast and the Furious? I got one. It's an appropriate one. Tyrese Gibson joins Naomi Harris in black and blue. Oh. So yeah Tyrese is gonna um it's it's a s- script re- written by Peter A. Dowling centers on a rookie cop which is her in New Orleans who witnesses corrupt officers murdering a drug dealer in an event that is captured by her body cam and um I'll stop there before I ruin the movie I mean wow, like, okay. this is just a thing Tyrese is gonna play an aspiring artist who teams up with Harris to stop the bad guys so he's gonna be part of the family and then um, right after, the movie's going to open in May, and then right after that, he's going to go shoot Fast 9. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So, I'm excited about
0: it. You know, I don't have uh, a lot of news, I just, you know, there's been a lot of, um, a, lot, a lot of casting news about Jumanji 2, which is happening, which oh, cool. The Rock is going
1: to be in. I love Jumanji. I really liked the first one. Did you like the first one? I mean, not the the original. Yes, I, I know. Like...
0: I know the, the welcome to the, the new welcome to the jungle. Yes, yeah. If you'll remember, I won't go into too much detail, but I watched that in theaters the night after a one of the worst days of my life, and I wasn't in the right headspace to watch a movie. And oh, so that's true. Yeah. I need to rewatch that. I enjoyed what I saw, but I just you know I kind of napped through it a little bit, and I just got to rewatch it. But you know, I love The Rock. I like Kevin Hart. It was I like great. Jack Black. It was a lot of fun. I yeah. Karen
1: Gillan. Give it another honest watch cuz I think that you'll enjoy it just for it's just yeah. like it's just goofy and fun, so. Uh,
0: anything else on the streets? Anything else of news? No, that
1: was it. I just I just found some Tyrese news. I thought that was appropriate for this week. Yeah. So you know what that means? It's time for
0: Stars of, of the stars. stars. Okay. So here we go. It's it's episode 2 in the series. Uh whose horoscope were we looking at today? What is their birthday and what does it
1: say? So obviously, I think you can guess who I was going to pick for this one. Bullet. No. Uh, Roman? Yes. Okay. So Roman Pierce, birthday, is April 12th, 1978, which makes him an Aries. So that makes him about 24 in this movie, which makes sense. Okay. Yes. Go to CafeAstrology.net, look up the Daily Horoscope for January 22nd, that's the day we're recording. You're thinking and feeling in big terms, dear Aries, with Venus and Jupiter in alignment today. It can be a time of romantic possibilities With someone offering you an entirely different perspective on life. Intelligence attracts. Or you are more adventurous with your feelings and bolder with your affections. Sharing your ideas with others might lead to bigger opportunities. The future looks bright, and some of you could be making educational or travel plans now. Small stirrings of restlessness can motivate you to make improvements to your life. Such as through a new course of study. Today's energies encourage activities that connect you with empowering ideas and experiences, as well as people who stimulate hope and optimism in you. Entertain new perspectives. Non-routine activities seem to be the most appealing and beneficial now. A fun and healthy escape may be the offing and can be a real refresher. We see him flirt with Eva Mendes.
0: And every other
1: woman that he walks by. And every other woman that he walks by. Brian is his friend offering new opportunities. He's open with his feelings. He's open with his feelings. So I think that this one applies and specifically this movie and it's like new opportunities are ahead of you. You're going to be traveling soon. And you're also going to be part of a new film franchise. You're going to be part of a new film franchise. They didn't even know this. But astrology knows. So that's a little bit of Stars of the stars.
0: All right, our last segment before we bring in the mic star. New lap observations. What did you notice this time around? What did you feel this time around that you've never noticed before? One thing. We'll take a break. Bring in Mike.
1: I think the thing that I noticed the most, which ties directly into our sponsor, which we'll bring back after the break, is that there is a lot of leather armbands in this movie. Okay. And I wanted to know if that's a 2000s thing or if that was like, an old guys that drive muscle cars type thing or a miami thing or a miami thing do you remember a leather armbands period of life because i really don't personally no yeah i don't i don't think it was ever like a thing in our school i don't think anybody else wore them but like leather cuffs like are very prevalent in this movie there's a lot of wrist accessories in general but leather cuffs is like up there because Tyrese has like a sweatband too and there's like some watches there's like a lot of like arm accessories in this movie it was something I hadn't
0: noticed did you notice it not really but I'm also not paying attention to fashion you know, I was just I picking will, something you know, different next, to look Next time, at. next lap, sure. You know, the thing I noticed it wasn't really a, a notice; it was more of a feeling. But I genuinely enjoy this movie more and more each time I watch it. This is definitely the, my favorite time I've ever seen it. Okay, I, we talked about this either on the first lap or the second lap, but that, that middle scene where they go to the club and there's the rat on the chest and Carter Verone's like you know gesticulating and like talking about how how bad he is. Yeah, like I feel like that is slower than anything in any movie since then. Like, it's 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 so long, like, that kind of scene would never happen anymore. Like, it's just, it's like eight or ten minutes, probably, and it's just, there's not a lot going on.
1: But it sets up the villain, and we kind of lose that later. Like, we don't get as much, like, villain setup in the next movie. So, they're just like, oh, here they are, they're bad, you know it, and then But I feel on. like it's the
0: same kind of thing that we talk about, where we don't need to see them win the race to s- know that they won the race. Like, we don't need Absolutely. to know... That Like, I mean, we see Deckard Shaw kill an entire hospital full of people, and then like we're like, oh, that's all we need to know, you know what I mean? so Or just the fact that he killed Han. Like, that's all we need to know. I don't know. I also have a really kind of big observation, sort of a thing that, you know, it's a little bit of a stretch, but I want to talk about it with Mike. It's something that I want to get both of your opinions on. But let's take a quick break. Let us hear a word from our sponsors, a.k.a the same little music that I use every single time. And we'll be back in a little bit with the Mikester for lap three, Too Fast, Too Furious.
1: Welcome back to Too Fast, Too Forever, Too Fast, two furious lap three with the mics there right along brought to you by eastern oregon leather company he uses super tough vegetable tan seven ounce leather for all of his cuffs gauntlets bracelets and wallets is this just one dude i really think it's just shane because they keep talking about he
0: like in both the last segment and this segment just like he does this he does that well shout his, out shane his
1: pants are made of high quality deer tanned leather It's soft and extremely durable. Everything is made with hand-stitched 2277-weight wax nylon thread. So, there you go. Um, Mike, I hope that you got your box of leather cuffs.
0: Well, I said that previous segment. That I'm gonna bring him his this weekend. Oh, so he so
1: didn't get them yet. Okay,
0: sorry, I no, spoiled we it. Get them yet. Yet. We're not we're not sharing guest uh, addresses what? with sponsors. That's a level
1: <laughs> GDPR. It's you know, a little GDPR. It's a little. Sorry, Mike. We weren't. <laughs> I wasn't trying to expose your privacy. I sent them to Joey. I didn't know if he got them to you yet or not. Okay, cool. I look forward to it. You're just gonna listen to me, Joe.
0: I said that to you like sorry, not
1: 20 minutes ago. Sorry, sorry,
0: I forgot. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> Okay, well, here we are here to talk about too fast too furious leather cuffs. As we've been saying, leather cuffs. The most exciting thing I think is that Joe and I are going to unleash to the world and by the world I mean Mike specifically today, our character quiz oh, that we I'm have so made. excited. Does Mike know? Did we tell him? We, mm-hmm. he, he knows that he's going to do it, but he doesn't know anything about okay. the quiz. He doesn't know the questions. I don't he think know that know we told answers. him. We
1: didn't, I didn't think that we like, you know, we're talking in the chat with Mike and we're like, "Oh, what about this? Whatever, whatever." The
0: only people who know this are you, me and Rachel. Yeah.
1: You're going in blind, yeah. You're going in blind, which is perfect.
2: Okay, going in hungry. Oh,
1: (laughs) do you know how often did does anybody else say that like often in normal life? No, really, no. Damn. I've said this forever, like since this movie came out. Like to my mom and sister, they'd be like, you know, like, do you want to go get some lunch? I'd be like, I'm hungry. I thought he you said know? it way more in this movie. He only says it about three times. know, <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah, it he was always... like six or seven. <laughs> no, it's 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 only a couple, but it's it's prominent and it's memorable.
0: You know, before we get to the uh, interview, because there's there's two, I highlighted two questions that we did not ask Mike last time that I want to ask him this episode. Okay. Before we get there, there something that we've talked about. Either with Mike or maybe without Mike, maybe on air, I don't know. Okay. We talked about, I think, about how it's kind of it feels kind of lazy that the franchise has two people whose thing, quote unquote thing, is eating. Right? Like Roman and Han are both like, they're the eater. Yes. Right? Maybe we talked about it with Austin. I don't remember. I think we talked about it on air. I was watching this time and I feel like while you could still look at that as like, I wish that he had like another character trait. Yes. I like that in this movie. They justify that it's you know Roman having been to prison he might not get another good meal anytime soon or whatever he wants to savor as much of the outside world whether it's women whether it's food booze whatever yeah he wants to do all he just of that watch. because he might go back to prison anytime like, I like that yeah and the other thing I was thinking is that for Han that we think or maybe it was or Giselle, Giselle says talks it. about it I think yeah, she says that it. he quit smoking yep. right so. There's a, there's a reason that they're both, you know, munchers, eaters. So yes, it's a little bit lazy that they have the same character traits, but I like that there there's different justifications for them. So I I don't mind it as much as I thought that I might, you know, just
1: thinking about it other, any other day. I also think that as you were distinguishing them, Roman is like the eater in the sense that he like consumes. Han is more of like a snacker, like he's just like doing something habitually so they're kind of different in my head because like you know like you have like friends that are like oh man i'm a big eater that doesn't mean that they snack all the time either i think it works much
2: better too than down the line when we end up getting like two or three hackers and like two or three people good at the same thing and stuff like this works much better I think, than that early on but i'm wondering if um if uh, roman ever had any gallows pizza i'm munching on some over here so
1: oh did he have that in barstow (laughs) I don't know. I like that it has, like, a full logo. And I meant to look it up... But I wonder if there is a Gallows pizza. If it was like, or they totally invented this, you know what I mean? It um, seems like one of those things where like the movies so we're still so early in the movies that like they could have definitely just grabbed a cup from any pizza shop. I feel like the Gallows Pizza Boy would also be like a street racer tricked out. Like it wouldn't be like the Pizza Hut
2: guy that the director played in the first movie. Like Gallows Pizza is for street racers or something. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, there was
1: pizza in the first movie too. Wow. Yeah, I yeah, know. I just connected it too. I wonder if there's more pizza. There should be more pizza Easter eggs in these. I don't think this one has a barbecue, right? So we got to get food somewhere. No, I don't think we do. They eat dinner outside when they're at... What's his <laughs> but name? Verone's but Verone's Waterfall. <laughs> there is a Gallows Pizza in Rochester, by the way. I just looked it up.
0: I mean, West wrote in, and it's kind of true that like this feels more disconnected from the franchise than Tokyo Drift at times. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. like this a lot. It does kind of feel like what we know about the franchise, it doesn't really fi- fit in or feel this is a prequel. like it's...
1: It feels right. like it could well, be separated and, like, give you, like, a Brian-Roman backstory. This could have been a spinoff. This could have been Brian and Roman's Hobbs and Shaw, right? We also get Tej, and, I mean, even Monica yeah. Fuentes
2: comes back for a post credit scene. I mean, they, they pick a lot out of this to bring back in number five, right? When they're like, let's keep going and let's mine what we can from, you know, previous ones. Three's pretty much out of the question at that point. But, well, they did bring Han back.
1: So, you know, little bits here and there made it, so... feel like a lot of this survived they did keep a lot of this one you're right maybe just even more so than just Brian and Tej like I was thinking for a minute I mean sorry Brian and Roman and Tej and Tej yeah
0: you know that's that's a perfect transition here we asked last time if you were more of a uh Brian or a Dom you said you were a Dom more of a Letty or Mia you said a Mia Mike are you more of a Roman or a Tej
2: well (laughs) uh even though Roman's my favorite character I think Nowadays, I'm more of a Tej. Like, I'm definitely more laid back, more chill. So you're
1: an elite hacker? I'm not an elite
2: hacker, no, by no <laughs> means. Like, I'm certainly <laughs> still the audience surrogate in these movies. But I just, I'm not, like, the distraction that's not my specialty like i uh, i wish i was in the demolition derby i like that about roman i wish he was known more for crashing into stuff sure. well you know who is known for
0: crashing into stuff is tej because that's why he hasn't race anymore he crashed uh, doing a bucktail into a wall or whatever right Yeah, so,
2: yeah yeah no for i guess for those for those reasons um i think i'm more about, i don't you know i think that's about it
1: i like what you're saying in this movie i would agree that like i'm way more of a tej like you know just like laid back he doesn't race anymore just counts the money sets up the races he still has fun but he's just chill
0: so the other question then sort of related i think mike are you more of a racer or a designer are you the one
2: (laughs) basically the support team or are you the one out there driving so this is kind of funny because i feel like as much as i love racing and racing films and car movies and and cars in general like i hate to drive like that's the thing about me like i effing hate driving um, he's <laughs> not lying listeners he's definitely not lying yeah you know like an hour or two tops and then i'm like i i get anxiety and stuff but like more of definitely a designer plus you know i do some like art and things like that too so i, th- I feel like maybe i could design like some sookie type artwork for someone's car Ooh, or something yeah, so i'm going cool. that
1: way i like that i agree with you mike as i get older the more i also hate driving Like, i just it's just <laughs> not fun anymore like when i was like 14, 15, 16 that's all I wanted to do right and then like now that I'm like almost 30 I'm like I could get a self driving car tomorrow (laughs) and never think about driving ever again and be the happiest boy ever
0: yeah yeah I never looked at driving as fun I just sort of saw it as like a a means to an end
1: like when I was a kid it was like this is fun that's all I wanted to do like this is so exhilarating and just cool to me and now I'm just like you disgust me
2: yeah, one thing I always thought of like if oh if I ever won the lottery, the first thing I do is hire a chauffeur. Like take me <laughs> <Everywhere>. oh okay. Like that would definitely be number one.
1: You just get like Uber V I P. Don't they have like the thing in New York that was like unlimited Uber? You could just get that now. Oh they do. It's it's actually not that expensive either. It's, no, it's like two hundred bucks a lead. month or something Strange. I
0: think it's I think it's way less than that. Really? Or there, there's a different thing, yeah. It was, it was, like, comically low. I was like, I don't know how they're making money on this, but... Yeah. That's all the questions I'm going to ask today, because we still got a handful more questions. I think those are the ones that most directly apply, but we will get to the rest over the next six episodes, because we got nothing but time <laughs> to ask these questions. <laughs> so here we are, time. Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, Mike, the floor is yours. Where wow. do you want to begin?
2: Should we just take it from the top, from this amazing opening sequence? The first thing that jumps out at me is the color. This film is just... Neon, Like, plastered wall to Miami. Yeah. I love yeah. South that. Beach, baby. And it's great. Like, it bleeds through the screen. And it keeps going
1: through the whole movie, too. You know? Like, they find other ways to incorporate lots of flashy colors and stuff. The running lights. I. I that's what I, I get at first. When, when you see Brian's running lights, and they're so the neon blue. blue yeah. And then everybody's, like, kind of glistening. You know, you get Suki with a little glisten. Tej evens a little glisteny and it just like looks so Miami to me on top of the color too you know it's just like they they did they did a really good job of consuming Miami with this
0: we talked last time about how they had asked the homeowners in that area where they were shooting to paint their houses muted colors so the cars popped it feels like here they're just embracing like the color all around like this kind of reminds me a little bit of in Fave of like the Havana scenes you know what I mean where everything is like bright and sunny and la- that Latin flair and just that just overall kind of wonder of it all.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I love how every everybody's color-coded. Like, Brian, obviously, is blue with his blue car and his blue lights because of his beautiful blue eyes. Um, Amen. Um, of course. So he's got the pink, orange Julius obviously has the orange car, and yeah. Slapjack with the gold. Like, it's just great. Like, everybody just feels like they, you know, are like these full characters already, like, bringing the attitude, and and it's just, like, such a fun vibe, too. Like, it's not... They're, like, definitely kind of, like, thugged out and stuff, but there's no danger, you know? Like, I don't feel like anyone's packing, and you know, it's just a party, and it's... I just love that they were able to capture... The street racing thing like we're we're starting that from the top and that's what i know at this point that's what i know this series for so it's great that they're doing that right at the top of number two
1: yeah i do like that you you pointed out that it is fun there's no fear like in the first one danger there's no sense of danger in it other than what they're inflicting on themselves so it has a different a completely different feel emotionally like that for me you know, in the first one, we're kind of scared, like, is anybody gonna get shot? Is anybody gonna die? The cops are chasing them. And this one, the cops start chasing them, right? Like, they're, in the first race, like, cops don't show up, they don't care, like, until, like, the very, very end. It's that's, that's not the threat. The threat is just whatever they're gonna get themselves into.
2: Yeah, and when the cops chase them, it's like they shoot them with those electro darts. It's not like they're, right? Like, it's yeah. sci-fi, almost. Like, it's just, it's at some other level. Like, it's more playful. It just feels looser and i'm just trying to take it to another level and i think it's it's working yeah uh, but this race is amazing i mean i really love when like the sense of speed i love when the bridge goes up all the Same. wreckage and everything like it's just great and like i love how brian has four minutes to get out of a towel out of his houseboat and down to the racetrack <laughs> and it's like a race before the race like he's racing a lot in this movie that's awesome
1: yes yes We do get more racing than in most of the movies, I think. Like, just strictly car racing.
0: So one thing I want to point out here, just because I'm looking on the IMDb trivia as we talk, and so much neon lighting was used in the cars that a technical specialist whose expertise was in shooting neon on film was kept on set at all times.
1: Oh, Uh, that's very interesting. They knew that there was going to be a lot, and they wanted to make sure it looked good. I wonder who the technical neon specialist was... And has he done any other movies we've seen? Because I feel like between the three of us, we've watched a lot of dripping neon movies before.
2: Right. I think of Nicholas Wendon and Refn immediately. It's like, yeah it work for that
1: guy? That Spring Breakers. Or another, breakers. another you know, Southern Florida Spring Breakers, yeah. That's what I thought, too. So, like, yeah, any of these kind of movies, that's what I was thinking of.
0: Talking about there is a lot of racing here. I think there, you know, we don't really see Brian drive a ton. And I think, like, in all the movies, I mean, he drives a lot. But it feels like when he's driving, a lot of people are driving, but there's that scene in the middle here where they're, you know, racing for the new cars and he pulls that, like, really perfect e-brake 180 and it's just like, oh, like, it's so cool to see him, like, be great at what he does. You know what I mean? Like, we talk about, like, he's on the
1: case. Because he was, like, the buster he, he, before. Yeah. yeah, and now he's, like, come into himself. So he can, like, he, he's showing that he's a good driver now. He, but he has to replace Dom in this movie, you know, like, the Dom character. So Well, I feel like they
2: do a good job of showing he's got a lot of nerve behind the wheel. Like, in that race, he plays chicken with uh, one of the guys, I think Fonzie. Yeah. And wins. And, you know, this is the classic no-look driving and also the reverse middle finger driving so like he's got nerves of steel behind the wheel and yeah he's cool. come a long way since he was in California for sure it's a long trip cross country in the special yep. features
0: <laughs> which we have not watched yet which we will watch at some point I'm excited the, you know, I mean there's a lot of other racing too like there's the the race that opens it up there's the race we talked about in the middle the actual them getting recruited to Carter Verone's team is because of a race like they had to get like you know yeah, a cigar Ford, right. the
1: race there four team cigar race
0: yeah the final sequence is a car race like this feels like a movie where it's like, we need action scenes, but how do we incorporate cars into them? Whereas later movies
1: are going to be like, we need action scenes. Like, can we do cars? No? <laughs> well, that's okay, too. Exactly. Yeah, the action scenes are firmly revolved around cars still, which I really, really like. That cigar tryout race is pretty crazy. Like, a guy guy gets
2: run over. Like, one They kill dies. someone. They yeah, kill a man. I, yeah, I, they I definitely don't, do. I forget that every time I watch. It's one of the little surprises every time I watch it. Was like, oh, yeah, like dude eats it
1: that's sort of i didn't expect that every time in the last movie the deaths we have are jesse but it's actually not super memorable like every time i watch it i'm like always like oh fuck i forgot jesse died Whereas, like, in this one, I really remember the car getting, like, run over in between the tractor trailers. But who's that... Yeah, because who's that dude? Like, we, I mean, even
2: Johnny Tran's motorcycle crash when he dies there, right? Like, he dies there, right? Like, under the bridge? I think well, so. We're it's not kind of, sure. I think
0: it's, it's Game of Thrones-y where, like, we don't really okay. see a dead body. We just see a body on
2: the ground. Well, even so. then, right? Like, it's left right. sort of open and ambiguous. and mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, it's weird how they sort of treat you know, death in these movies up to this point. Because later, down the line, the body count just goes nuts. Stacks, yeah.
0: Well, that's what we talked about in the first lap, like the very first lap, where, you know, the first episode maybe, where Joe and I were like, you know, not a lot of people die in these movies. And then as time goes on, a lot of people die. Like a whole lot of people die. Yeah. yeah. You know, the body count really ramps up. Yeah, main team members bite
2: the dust too, so.
0: What else strikes your fancy? So I guess, Mike, remind me, remind the listeners where... Roughly in your rankings, one through eight, does this movie fall in terms of favorite to least favorite? I know it's, you know, not as flashy as some of the later ones, but where does this fall? Does the nostalgia just remind me where it, where it is? Right. So I think it was
2: something like five, three, six. One than this, or I think this is actually fourth or something. I've this is up there, this is middle to upper. Yeah, did you, did upper. we
1: ask you, did you see it? Did you see this one in theaters? What's your experience? What, how, right. when, why, where did you see this one?
2: Yeah, so this was the one that I didn't know existed until part oh, three right. came out. Remember that, yeah. and then like I didn't watch it until I did the marathon for five, but yes. But That's since right. since then, like watching it three times for the podcast, you know, because watching along, and then I'd say I've seen it at least three, three times before that, you know, so I've seen this one, a bunch. Uh, i really like this one it just flies by like i think even more than the first one like the first one kind of tries to get and not that it's bad i like that it, about the first one it tries to get sort of more dramatic and deep and sort of sentimental yes. in some of
1: its stuff it definitely does yeah and this there's none of that shit like <laughs> no it's just fun it is a movie made for fun like this is pure fun
2: yeah it's just a cop film Like, a cartel, like,
1: we're taking down the cartel, like, it's just gonna be, you know, shoot him up, race him up. It's a buddy cop movie, essentially, right? Now that you say that, like, it's just Tyrese and Brian being goofy cops. You even got, like, one white one. It's this nice juxtaposition between, like, goofy guy, serious guy, and, like, this type of buddy cop movie, so.
0: So, Mike, if you love this movie so much, what's your, do you have a favorite
2: moment or a favorite scene? Well, I really love... Roman's intro at the Demolition Derby. Well, just that he's in the Demolition Derby, like, that's his introduction. Like, he's crashing cars, he's winning, he's a beast, he's an animal behind the wheel, you know, like, he's introduced as a car crashing into other cars and stuff. Like, what better way, you know, to start your moment in a franchise? When he gets out of the car, I'm a little taken aback by his redneck tuxedo he's decked out in that denim and i don't think like yeah i don't think roman now would be caught dead in this garb but this is broke straight out of jail you know on this house broke arrest. straight out of jail roman yeah exactly right. he's at a very different place he's He's very angry. But I just love that whole sequence. when they, And then they start fighting. Bilkins is just like, I'm out of here. You know, like, I'm, I'm not going to touch it. Like, you do your <laughs> yeah. thing, guys, and he just sits down in that chair and just waits for them to work it out. Like, I think that I like that moment a lot. I think that's still. Tyree's uh, intro into the franchise might be my favorite moment of the movie. We brought it up last time. Let's
0: talk about it now. Who would you like to drive you around? Which character from this movie do you want to have drive you around? And which car scene in this movie would you most likely to, or most likely to be a part of? Ooh.
2: All right, well, so definitely the scramble. I want to be a part of like I want to be one of the guys you know at the end when they all come out of the uh oh okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh that would be really fun thing that's yeah. a good one like get a good close-up of me going like yeah cops like come and get me or something yeah <laughs> like, I'm peeling out so I would insert myself into that scene that's cool you know if I would be ever be lucky enough to ride shotgun with Sookie I could not you know, you oh, past that a chance. Good so I'm sure, sure that would be a very
1: fly evening. Yeah, that's a good choice. Joe, what about you? Who would I drive and who would I be driven in or driven with? Or no, it's
0: it's which car scene do you want to be a part of, whether you're driving or you're being driven around?
1: And which character would you like to just drive you? Like, which you want to take like a joyride with? Which character? Eva Mendez, because she's just so sultry when she's like in the car. Like, I would just be like gawking at her. Monica Fentes. Like, yeah, like. Unable to not do the stare and drive yeah that's what i'm saying yeah like the whole car ride would be stereo drive if she was driving or i was driving it wouldn't matter like i just sit there and like just in the side profile and just like her like smirk and everything it's just like so dreamy to me i think she's who i'd want to ride in the car with if i got to drive in it i would have to do the bridge jump man like i gotta Uh like i gotta do the bridge jump that would be like the most fun for me like that's that seems like so zany that like that's the only time you could do it. So you're choosing like the first car scene in the movie, and Mike's choosing basically one of the last. I want to do I want to do Brian. I want to be Brian doing the bridge jump and and jump over the car too. So like yeah, perfect. I'm
0: trying to think, you know, because uh, Suki was an obvious choice. I like I like not obvious in a bad way, but like yeah, Suki, I would I would love to ride around with her, Monica Fuentes. You know, actually, so here I I would so the scene. I would like to be. And I would like to be in the car with Roman at the Demolition Derby. Oh, Just, cool. Just, you know, yeah. oh, get knocked all that. about. Nice, nice. Why not? And then the. I'd, I'd like to go on a ride with... I'm not going to say Roman, but I do want to reemphasize, you know, as as little as I like him in Fate of the Furious. And i sort of I'm maybe yeah. coming around there. Yeah. I love him in this movie. Like, why I don't like him in 8, and I've it's talked because about this, is like because so I like him so much in yeah. here. You know what I mean? I can so. see it. Who do I want to take a ride with, though? Obviously, Brian and Roman are cool, but, you know, I guess, you know, i, I just got to go Suki, too, just because she doesn't come back. You can't yeah. give that answer again, you know you what got, I mean? You, so. got
1: one, you got one shot at Suki, and I, would, yep. I, I think that she's, like, excellent to drive with. Plus, she'd be, yeah. like, fun. She's a fast driver. She'd be really, really cool. She probably has, like, great music on the radio, too. Oh, dude, like, it's probably, like, know. all, like, techno, crazy shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm about it. Yeah.
2: Nice. Yeah. It seems like everyone else wants to hang out with her, too, right? So, like... Just by association oh, yeah. you'd get in everywhere. There's so much more to mine from this movie, like her, right? But like also bring back Billkins, you know, that actor's still working. I mean, bring yeah. back Markham for a while, like what's going on? Like,
1: there's characters here that have, you know, life still. I had a thought what if in four because three we don't get brian we don't get dom we get a little dom we get a little dom but i mean like not story-wise right it's he just shows up he's more sub than dom yes (laughs) what if (laughs) thank you for that what if in four they would have changed directions and brought back the family but kept monica fuentes in as brian's girlfriend oh interesting because they're almost like dating at the end of this one, right? Like, they're... well, because
2: that's 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 one of the
0: bits of trivia that I was just reading. I just finished what? reading all through the trivia, but that she was written as you know the love interest. She but is. They never have sex. They only kiss like once. Yeah,
1: and you're not sure if she's playing him at that moment, right? No, yeah. by right. the end, by the end, we know that she was a cop. She wasn't playing him. True. She like likes him, and it's it's obvious they have chemistry. They choose to bring her back as a cut scene without Brian involved at all? Well, post-credit scene.
0: So I have a, so this is something that I sort of teased a little bit in the intro segment, Joe. I made an observation here, and I'm not sure if this is actually true, or if I'm sort of stretching a little okay. bit, but I have this realization that I think, and I sort of want to get your take on this, If I'm if I'm crazy, if I'm forgetting something, it feels like to me that the movies, knowingly or unknowingly... Alternate between working against an, a common enemy and then working kind of with the enemy. So in the first movie, okay. they're kind of all against Johnny Tran, right? Like The movie is, in a sense, like, working with the enemy because Brian's on the inside or whatever. Yeah. We don't know that from the beginning, right? But it feels like they're a unit and they're working against Johnny
1: Tran or whatever, right? So from the family's perspective. Yes. Okay.
0: This movie, they're in with Carter Verone. They're, they're knowingly cooperating with the bad guy to sort of take him down right so it's okay no mm-hmm. longer just against him but with him the next movie it's not really DK. as they're against dk yes. yes in the next movie in four they're with braga they have to sort of team up with braga to take him down okay to sort of get, you know you. take down the drug cartel i'm with you in five they're against reyes they're never they're never really with reyes no yep. six is a little bit of a stretch but six they're kind of with hobbs who is sort of, in a sense, the enemy? But they have to take him down. Yes. They have to Work with him to take down a bigger enemy. I You're totally right by that. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can kind of see seven, that. In seven, they're against Jason saying They're against Shaw. Yep. Okay. And then an eight, it's a little bit a split, but Dom is literally with Cypher to you know yeah, they just because have it has to. to be.
2: Yeah. Interesting.
0: Some of those aren't exactly lining up, but it feels like it's this weird kind of like all together and then sort of have to do something they don't want to do, and then all together and then do something they don't have to do. Or you know what I mean? Yeah, so it just yeah. feels like it's weirdly how it alternates.
2: But I was like, Huh, all right. Maybe that's subconsciously why they don't feel redundant when they kind of should, like, a, you know, because, like, Rocky movies do, right? You know, like, Rocky f- follows a formula. Like, every movie is basically, for the most Train part, fight. like, <laughs> there are sequences you can interchange to create a Rocky movie, like, yeah. you know, in a factory.
1: You could definitely have, like, a like a prank phone call things that you just have, like, a bunch of different sounds, like a soundboard for prank phone calls for Rocky scenes. You could just be like, this one, this one, this one, be like, there's a movie. And, like, you could just rearrange them however you want, yeah. Are you saying prank or prank hack Harry. Prank Harry. How
2: do you like the prank, you little? But that's kind of cool that with the Fast and Furious thing, it's like, hey, there's like this every other formula thing kind of going. And, you know, if you're writing one of these movies or something, that's something to latch onto. And if you're viewing it, it's something just that it alternates like that makes the next movie feel different than the previous movie. Right. Even if the one after that feels like the one two before it, like whatever, like you're still I, I don't know. For me, I think that there's something about it that works.
1: I like it. That's a cool theory.
0: So, Mike, what else you got? What else do you love about
2: uh, or like about? Or is there anything that you don't like? Like, what doesn't work Oh, in this movie for you. Well, okay, so there's one or two things. Can I just mention, there's one major thing that really I really like. Go for it. It's just a huge moment in the canon. It's when Tej and Roman meet. There's just like this unspoken, I don't know, it just feels like there's this unspoken thing between them already. He meets him in the middle of this like huge backyard jet ski race party that he's throwing. <laughs> yeah. Just like this gambling kingpin down there. Brian's just like, yes, yeah, this, this is my buddy. We go way back. Uh, can you crash here? And he's like, what? why don't he crash with you? And he's like, nah, man, like, he smells funny, right? Or something, what's he say? He like he snores. Got, he got all kinds of
1: problems or something. <laughs> yeah, I forget, what does he say, Joey? Do you know what he says? Does he say he snores? Mm. Or I don't he, remember. Like, I think, he, I thought he said he snores real loud, and I remember every time I hear it, I laugh, but I don't know exactly what he says. Part of me was just, like, maybe just, like,
2: white boy hygiene.
1: I just can't deal with
2: Brian's, like, <laughs> stuff or whatever, but, like, Tez is just like, whatever, man, just, like, take a room, like, chill out. I don't know you, but, like... You're more than welcome to just be my friend for life, and like they end up like it's just funny because down the line they end up being sort of like this vaudeville act
1: from time to time where they're bouncing off each other, the comic relief and stuff. So I love their origin here. I have to believe that those two actually did know each other though, just from like you know the music industry circles. So there has to be a friendship there. I'm just guessing. Oh, between Tyrese and Ludacris. Yes, in real life. Call. So like that's why the chemistry has to be like so apparent. I mean like I get that the characters are obviously like, you know, you can come crash here too. But when you see them together, they're like they're very comfortable. Also, when we were watching um the I am Paul Walker yeah. special, Tyrese always says that like they pretty much almost got thrown out of this movie. He and Paul Walker became like such good friends on the set that they would just like Party in Miami like all day, all night, Mm -hmm. and like just come to shoot the movie like when they had to. So I can imagine. On another note, that even if Ludacris didn't know either of them, that he was about that life at this time too, because he was like this was like roll out peak Ludacris, that kind of time when he's like a big star. So I can imagine they were all having a pretty good time on set.
0: So here's a little bit of trivia. This again might be might be incorrect because it is the IMDb Tribune, but. Uh, Red Man was seriously considered for the character of Tej, but due to schedule conflicts, it was given to Ludacris. So again, it sort of feels like that just was meant to go to a rapper of some yeah. kind. Yeah, a
2: actor. Raptor.
0: There's also... Uh, another scene, our earlier drafts of the script featured a scene where Brian played a game of pickup basketball, which I would have loved to see, oh. uh, with Roman's cousins Flip and Samuel. What? Flip was going to be fabulous. Uh, what? Fab? And
2: Samuel was going to be Alonzo Mourning, former Miami Heat center. Could you imagine if they came back in part six or something and like, oh my gosh, that would blow my mind. They're like hacking yeah. and, like, shooting and basketball. <laughs> <laughs> if Babilis would have been the hacker,
1: <laughs> wouldn't that have been amazing? Oh my god. And then the only other thing, and this is something that we
0: talked about, I don't remember how we knew about this, maybe somebody brought it up, but Ja Rule that John Singleton wanted Ja Rule to come back to reprise his role, and Ja Rule was like, no nah, man, I'm bigger than that, I'm better than that. Oh yeah! And said no. Uh, so then they created Tej. Uh, so they no gave him the part to Ludacris. Wow.
1: I do remember that. I do remember this from somewhere. Yeah. He wanted to bring Ja Rule back in Jarrell was like I got better things to Dude, do. Dude, like we more fire festival. festival. Yeah. He got to go make fire festival.
2: <laughs> that's like the George Lazenby story for Bond where they're like George, all you got to do is shave your beard and he's like nah, screw you guys. Like what are you going to do? Fire me and they're like as a matter of fact like <laughs> exactly? you had your chance cuz now I feel like, you know, he's never coming back.
0: Roman and Tej even though this this franchise is Diverse and inclusive, aside from maybe for gay characters. Yeah. Fingers crossed for Hobbs. Fingers. I feel like the reason that Roman and Tej hit it off is because they're two black men in a predominantly white scene. No. This one is like not the first one. There's not. I mean, there's not a lot of other black people in the family. There's obviously a lot of Latinos, especially in this in this movie. But it feels like they are
1: Asian. You have the other black guy who's the racer. You had Ja Rule in the first one. The car scenes, like especially like, the meetups and stuff, are always really diverse. In this world,
0: I mean the only the only really sort of main characters that we meet that are black are Roman attached. True. I like that
2: just might be there
0: might be something there. Again,
2: yeah. might be reading really too much into it. Well it's cool to see Johnny the mechanic in this, you know, to just see like there's Asian representation before Han even before they go to Tokyo even. So Yeah. These, Do you remember who this
1: character. is, Mike? We've talked about it before. It's M C. Jin. Do you know who this guy was? He was like a freestyle battle rapper. I knew he
2: was in the scene. I didn't, I haven't heard him, but I did know that he, yeah, that he was a rapper.
1: There's a couple videos you can see on YouTube. I think maybe Wes sent us one, or maybe we just found it on YouTube. I was talking about it because there was one that like, he did one because they used to have like, I think it was on BET, they would have like Freestyle Fridays and they would have like two guys come in and like battle rap and like MC Jin like won the Freestyle Fridays. He was like in the finals or whatever. So they have, like, all of his videos of, like, him being on Freestyle Fridays when he would, like, battle rap other guys on BT like, at their... Tiga essential in the basement and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was like, whatever their TRL kind of was. I forget the name of it. But, yeah, he was doing those, and, like, it was crazy. Because,
0: I mean, it's, it's, again, if you've seen Bodied, and Bodied is a great movie that I think... Joe, did you,
1: did you watch we, Bodied? No, I haven't watched Bodied yet. God damn Get it. on that, Joe. Dude, you know the list of movies that Joey sends me, like, every two days?
0: (laughs) So that one I yelled at you for 14 months to see. Like, if that's not, like, an immediate watch, time out for a second. So I basically have given Joe, outside of podcast homework, like, four or five movies to watch in the last, like, year. Oh, a year. You got time. Come on, a year? Bodied assassination nation i watched never going back and like me and that's it that's pretty much it those are the only ones that i was just like you need to watch these because
1: you're gonna love I'm these catching up. you don't know how much svu i have to reconsume like over and over and over again
0: <laughs> a month goes by i pick assassination nation for uh the film club that joe and i run the entire week goes by joe does not comment does not watch the movie finally watches it, and he and rachel are like holy fuck this movie's awesome i was like i told you like just <laughs> listen to me <laughs> there's a lot of movies where I'm just like this is a good movie but there's only there's very very few that I'm like you need to watch this yeah Assassination, assassination Nation was, was cool. one of them if listening
1: one. watch Assassination Nation it was a good movie Joey your four movies Joe
0: Assassination Nation bodied never going back like me Cool. Like Me, you can even sort of... You can skip that one. A four is too overwhelming.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen Like Me yet. I'll have to check that out.
0: Like Me is Addison Timlin. Uh, it's, it's my least favorite of the four, but it is uh, distinctly weird and unique, and I sort of can't stop thinking about it. Good. I didn't love it, but I, it sort of stuck in my brain. So I like those movies, That's worth too. something.
1: Yeah. Sorry, that was a weird tangent. Okay, I'm out. I'm going to go watch Body. Thank you. Goodbye, guys.
0: But the reason I brought up Body is because... In the world of battle rapping, you know, you kind of do your research, you sort of know who you are. Again, this is, I know this from this movie, I don't know this from real-world experience. But you do your research, you know who your opponent is, you kind of come up with things about their history, what you can find about them online. But also, you know, if you want to resort to stereotypes or whatever, you can do that too. But it feels like in these clips of MC Jin he has and like everybody knows that he was in this one movie and so they kind of make fun of him for just being in this one movie I don't think he was in the movie yet Well, in the one clip that I saw they definitely talk about because somebody tries to put him down about Too Fast Too Furious (laughs) and then he one ups them by like saying well like yeah, but, like, what are you doing,
1: basically?
2: Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was in a Fast and Furious movie. Like, uh-huh, and? Like, where's the insult? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, like, how is that a bad thing? But, yeah, so, okay.
0: So so what else, Mike? What else do you uh, want to talk about with Too Fast, Too Furious? Because what, what you were saying before about how how it feels quick. This is only, I think, a minute longer than the first movie. I'm like, mm. we're about to get to movies that are considerably longer than
1: this. I was, I was just looking at it's, that, it's that today, too. That, like, the first four... Are pretty much all the same length they're like 145 147 148 and then all of a sudden we hit like four and it's like 210
0: yeah four four is sort of an in between then five and six are long and seven is long and eight is super long yeah,
1: yeah. they get beefy
2: if
0: if there's stuff to fill them like when you know five and six don't feel long because they're great but eight feels long because it's just sort of like all right now what
2: but <laughs> yeah all right mike what else what else about Too fast Too furious we already kind of talked about the uh, tryout cigar race but I love how Tyree just takes that moment to rip off his shirt and wrap his fist and then just punch a window it's so beautiful <laughs> like, it's so that beautiful. brian then just opens the door because we know again i think it's great because of where this goes like where we find out like they're basically you know kryptonian they're indestructible like they don't know yeah. it, but like as far as movies care uh so like it's just like roman is that strong like he just fucking punches out windows like imagine like maybe he picked that up in prison like had to deck out like knock out a few people trying to like grab him or something like that but
1: i also really like that it's it's a good excuse for him to show his abs is what i really <laughs> like about this too is like you know what i mean like we always talk about like how these movies like they're pretty gratuitously sexy for forgot like of men as well so like i really like that you know this is a shot that you're just like he's like oh yeah i have to take my shirt off here and he's like all stoked about it yeah and
2: he's got his arms showing the whole movie right he's basically oh yeah wearing like that denim tank top thing too so i think that goes along with it as well like well
0: he has a double alpha remember
2: he's <laughs> <Just a laughs> double yet. alpha the cop stuff in this one is like real whatever for me you know it's just like catch up info dump kind of things i wish there was a little more with the feds my least favorite thing is how bilkins is like they're running i don't trust them at all and everything but or not bilkins uh markham Markham yeah. is saying that. But Bilkins is right there, and he's like, he knows Brian's
1: M.O. Like, he knows the way he works. He would never run. Like, this is just, you know, he's just playing ball. Tyrese is... They just let him off probation. Like he's gonna get out of this if he like does this thing. So it's like, is he really gonna like try to like sneak out of jail? He was like still doing his probation with his car next to him, so he could do demolition derbies. Like this is his way out. Why would he blow it? You know? Yeah. It just feels like there should have been a little more communication
2: there. Because in the next scene where they meet, is that the first? I can't remember if that's the first time he meets Tyrese or anything. But he's like, "You're shot at me." Yeah. You know. Well, I didn't know it was you. And he's like, "Who's?" this guy, and he's like, well, we're working together. And I'm like, guys, (laughs) you're the cops, like get it together in this movie <laughs> yeah. a little better. Like in the first one, you're telling Brian, it's Dom, it's Dom. And Brian's like, nah, I don't know, it could be Johnny Tran, it could be this other guy, maybe it's Hector. And yeah, maybe like, it's Hector. I just feel like bad cops in this movie.
0: Yeah. So I do wonder, so in the IMDB trivia, they said the first draft of the script had Markham being in cahoots with Carter Verone. Oh. And I wonder if once they got rid of that idea, if that was true, It's like once they got rid of that idea, they, they like, didn't know what to do with it, yeah, or it like became... how to how to then write him. Because like, I feel like that sort of complicates things in a lot of different ways, and I feel like it's probably better without that, but I wonder if they're like, well, I don't know how to use this character anymore. You
1: know what I mean? So Yeah, right, I yeah. can definitely see that, because it would have been a much different story if like he would have known that Ava Mendez is like in on it, you know what I mean? And it was like twisted like that, it would be a really different experience.
2: Yeah, because it it would be like the depotted,
1: right? Where like there's a mole on each side. And, yeah.
2: Like feeding each other like misinformation and stuff, and like that would have been crazy. <laughs> they could still do that down the line or, or Yeah, they kinda they kinda bring that back for a second in, in part six, is it, at the end of six, right? Where uh the Shaw is just like, yoo-hoo and like the, the girl the one, comes back. The girl comes like crosses yeah. the line. <laughs> He's like, oh, we'll be going now.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, there is a rat in this movie. About to say, maybe this movie could end with the rat
2: scampering across a ledge just like, you know, The Departed does too, but... Speaking of that scene, that scene's crazy and kind of, like, out of nowhere, and, like, I don't mind it because it just, it shows how psychotic... The club scene? Yeah, the club scene, so, like, it just shows how crazy Carter Verone really is, and I thought that was cool. I think
1: we talked about this a little bit before you came on. This is an exposure to the enemy, the bad guy, where they have to, like, convince you that he's bad, that we lose in the later movies... Later on, you know, we see Cypher, and they're like, oh, she's bad. She's trying to take over the world. And you're like, okay, you're cool with it. Where, like, "Cardiff Verone has to show you that, like, he's going to almost get a rat to eat someone. Yeah, because he's not as active as, like, the Shaw brothers are,
2: right? Who are, like, out there in flip cars and, like, jumping out yeah. of a plane. You know, like, he sits back in his mansion and orchestrates everything. Like, is behind, like, his multitude of screens and shit. Like, he's... Kind of what I call it. He's like a mastermind, but, you know, yeah. he's not. But I'm just saying, like, as opposed to, like, the active villain, he sits back and orchestrates.
0: You know, in that scene, there's a line that I caught this time that I never caught before that, Joe, I'm sure you've heard. When they get in there, Roman just says to Brian... Man, it's like a oasis in here. <laughs> it's a
2: oasis
1: in here. Oasis. Which I which that. I thought it was. Just which ho-asis. is a line from a ludicrous song. Oh no shit! Is it? Yeah, it's it's from "Hoes in Different Area Codes." He says something about oasis in that, so it's a little nod to tej too, huh, and wow. ludicrous.
2: Yeah, oh, I like this even more. I love all these Easter eggs that I never knew existed because I don't. Yeah, I just didn't follow
1: before. <laughs> because when I heard him say it, I'm always like, I'm always like thinking Tej says it, but Tej doesn't say it because he has a song where he says like something about like. There's a ludicrous song where he says some he mentions a hoasis. That's what that's what makes that line so special to me because then Roman delivers it as a line in the movie.
0: Yeah, it's in the song "Ho." It's just a hoasis with ugly chicks' faces. Y- exactly. And hoes don't feel so sad and blue. Told you because most yep. of us n words is hoes too. Exactly. Yep. Uh, if you want a little bit of an Easter egg that might help you like this movie even more, Mike, is that the cars Brian races against at the beginning in the first opening race, the, the race that Joe wants to be a part of, are the same models that won the major races in the Fast and the Furious, the first movie. Oh. And they reached the bridge in reverse order of the appearance in the first movie. The stunt crew actually reused some of the stunt cars from the original. They were, of course, modified. To resemble the cars in the sequel so it just feels like whether or not that's true it feels like hey remember that movie like this is you know we're better than that movie now we're you know we're we're, we're upping the stakes we're one-upping we're literally jumping
2: a bridge Ooh. and showing that we're we, you know we're another level next level here because they know they don't have Vin Diesel they know they don't have the same resources right so they have to reconstruct some of this and use as much as they're get to be more with. clever I agree yeah because yeah. all they have is Brian and Bilkins right like you have they're kind of at the ground floor so we have to recraft this whole thing like what is Brian's life now like before he was a cop right like that's cool like I think that's great I think they did a really good job of sort of going back and building that up and I buy his friendship with Roman I buy his friendship with Tej like I think I think Paul Walker is you know not that I didn't like him in the first movie. I just think he's much better in this movie overall. Like, he just feels real more relaxed and chill. Like, I feel like he goes through a few different modes. I like when he gets angry. Yeah, like, I I don't know. He's more dynamic. Yeah, I think he's really grown, like, from, from one to two.
0: You know, you mentioned in there, and I'm just sort of trying to pepper, I have a couple more little bits of trivia, but you mentioned in there Vin Diesel, and this is something that I think we had known part of the story. They had two different versions of the script, one with him, one without him, and he was apparently asked in 2015 um, about this movie, and he said they turned down a $25 million offer from Universal to return for this film. Wow. He said that the premise of this film did not work. He said that Universal didn't take a Francis Ford Coppola, Uncle Francis, shout out Cage Club, mm. approach to it. They approached it like they did in sequels in the 80s and 90s, where they would drum up a new story, unrelated for the most part, and slap the same name on it. So it seemed like even back then, or, you know, maybe this is him modifying why he said no, but it feels like he was approached with the script and like I'd rather have it be a continuation like where what happens maybe to Dom next you know what I mean Mm or yeah but as opposed to like oh it's just now in Miami and like Brian's here now or whatever like that just seems like it didn't
2: work for him so according to Vane you know a couple years ago that's why he's not in this what's kind of weird to me is that when we get to four I feel like some of it is like a lot like a lot of this movie is in that movie like they go undercover to bust a drug lord and end up in like a race at the end you know like there's a lot of the same elements so it's almost like a partial remake ish i mean we'll get to it more when we get to it and stuff but um yeah it's just interesting that he's like yeah i didn't i didn't like what this one was trying to do and then i feel like when he comes back they kind of do this again and he's anyway, comfortable yeah. with yeah yeah he's good so i'm surprised he didn't want to work with it's john singleton directing this one right i feel like he's a more prestigious director Than the last guy, too. Like, even just to work with John Singleton, I think he'd want to do that, but, you know, for the experience. So, it's kind of weird how he decided to bow out, but he's really lucky that uh, he didn't pull a jaw rule and never get back in to the franchise. True. That he, he had that Riddick bargaining chip or whatever was going on with that
0: thing. I mean, I don't want to undersell Rob Cohen because he would go on to make one of Joe and my favorite movies. The, uh, the Boy Next Door. With Jennifer no, like, he's, oh
2: my god,
1: I'm I not, love that movie I don't, too. I don't, I don't I want to downplay him either. But they, oh no, no, no.
0: I, I mean, I don't know if you know that movie, Mike, but it is a, a very over-the-top bad movie. But it is... Wonderful. I do so. love the
1: Boy Next Door. I'm it's glad so you just brought that up. I need to rewatch that movie again. Yeah, soon. man.
0: And the only other I've three other things real quick and I'll just get out of this document. You know, in the in the first movie we talked about how both Michelle Rodriguez and Jordana Brewster did not have driver's licenses before they filmed the movie. Oh yeah. Uh, Devin Aoki did not have a driver's license in this one. So, once again, the uh the female characters, you know, driving whereas the actresses Maybe shouldn't be. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And uh,
2: I couldn't believe it when, who was it? The character Roberto of Enrique and Roberto was like, I can't drive. I've never learned. I'm like, dude, you're in a Fast and
1: Furious movie. I thought that was so awesome. I was like, he can't. Also, also he's in Miami. So it's not like Miami's not like New York City where it's like, oh, you know, like some of these people don't drive. Miami's a driving city. Like people there drive. Right. Like there's no subway, right? There's no subway. (laughs) There's like barely buses. Like this dude. was ferry around. Around.
0: Yeah, I guess. So the two things they don't really have anything to do, really, with the movie. But uh, Verone's mansion was formerly owned by Sylvester Stallone, so we were hey, talking about Rocky yo. before. Oh, that's that's so kind of cool. Kinda cool. Yeah. And while they were filming this uh, at part of Camp Florida State Park at Key Biscayne, uh, Bad Boys Two was filming on the other side of the park. So. Oh, oh, that's really shit. that I really, really like being filmed at the wow. same time in the same place. I wonder oh, if like they this. had like
1: a matching permit. Like they just filed the permits for like each side of the park. Like oh, yeah, we'll just do them both at the same days. Oh, it would be amazing
2: if there were outtakes of, like, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, like, coming into, like, a shot of, like...
0: Or or pulling (laughs) over, like, the speeding car in this movie. That would have been amazing.
2: Oh, God. Oh, well. (laughs)
0: that's the next that's the fan fiction that we're gonna write so after we read You Are My Lifespan after we read the Han and Giselle after we read the No Needs to Meeks that we have to find we (laughs) will then write the uh, Bad Boys Fast and Furious crossover that the world has been clamoring
2: for uh, (laughs) since two minutes ago Dominique Toretto meet Mike Lowry Oh my
0: god Dom He shot me in the ass <laughs> I do like in this movie That Ava Mendez is introduced Like she like Opens up a truck From the inside She's just there I'm like, yeah. like I don't know why That happens Like it doesn't really Make her look sexier It's just it A does. weird kind of
2: Unusual thing it's It just does like in I, a way here though Here I am Does Brian know her does Brian recognize her? I can never tell when I'm watching. If, he's just, if he's just shocked by her so. beauty, by how he's just like, love at first, like, bam, like Cupid's arrow. Or if he's like, she kind of looks like an agent or something, because he's about to talk to her, and she's like, cops are here, and then it's like, boom, gotta go. And then the cops tell him, oh, yeah, she's our undercover agent and but yeah i don't know
0: i think it's just about all the the new notes that i wrote this time around you know there's gonna be fewer and fewer for me each time around but yeah same joe anything else before we get to see what else mike's got anything else that you want to mention this time around joe that you you know made note oh yes
1: i love that they do the scene where when they're driving to get the scar they drive through a residential neighborhood And they have the, like, Jamaican guy crossing the street. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they just, like, blow by him on both sides and do one of those, like, classic movie scenes that we've seen this, like, a million times. And he's like, whoa, and just, like, turns and looks. I always forget that that scene happens, and I always love that 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 scene exists. There's no reason for it. It doesn't do anything for the story, and it's, like, mildly cool, but, like, I love that they included it, and it just happens for no reason. And it's, like, in the grand scheme of things it's really like a 15 second scene because like you see like the shop you see him kind of walk over and I don't know what the purpose of it is to show like how fast they're going maybe like to give some perspective on the speed it doesn't really have any purpose and they just like split him between the doors and he's just like whoof it almost feels like a sprite commercial to me like yeah. the kid should be holding like a product
2: placement or something and like they like that. come by and steal it out of his hand or something yeah yeah because I almost forget that is in the movie also and then it shows up and I was like holy shit like for some reason my brain always thought this was like a commercial or something like that
1: but is there we, the we have to be relating it to something else then because it reminds me of something too I can't put my I can't put my finger on what like it maybe reminds they're me of referencing
2: something that was big at the time that now has just been like lost to reference yeah maybe
0: like maybe they're referencing mr. microphone
2: no I think you're thinking of that simpsons episode
0: hey good looking I'll be back to pick you up later Joe <laughs> any other notes any other thoughts about no. too fast too that was furious? it we All covered
1: right. every other thing that was
0: Mike what else you got because you'll obviously okay. be on like we said last time you We'll be on every episode of this lap but yep. uh, not necessarily going to talk about this movie again so yeah. what else you got on your your mind got on your
2: chest that you want to talk about with Too Fast Too Furious two little quick ones first of all Tej's afro just gotta give it up it's like, amazing award winning afro in film history like just amazing I miss it you know now he's real close shaved he's got like yeah. you know, I think in a couple movies he's got the braids Yeah, that's, that's cool too but I miss the fro ejector seats awesome Like, so cool to see Eject O seat. With the Nas in play in a whole new sort of way. Yeah, Um, a way I would have never have imagined would happen. Yeah. Was it in the first one? Were there... What what are those guns they had? They had, like, those grappling guns. The hooks. Were there the EMPs? Dom and his crew, they had, like, those... The grappling gun? hooks. Yeah, were those Nas yes. up? Those were Nas charged? No. Or,
0: well... I can't remember. I don't know. It wasn't as important as it was in here, yeah. know, with the ejector seats, but you mean like the one where they like shoot the, the grappling hook into the, the truck the right. shield... Yeah, yeah. No. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't think so. I think it's just whatever okay. it's normally powered by. Now so we have like
1: to go back that. and watch that next time and see if their are is powered. You know,
2: finally, um, jump car onto boat. Like that is just. Yeah. I'm so glad they did it because the movie demanded it and. They didn't wimp out on it and they're like, Yeah, we're gonna jump a freaking car onto this damn boat and you better believe it. Like it's gonna be awesome. And it looks great, yeah. <laughs> it's cool. It works. Like I think it's one of the, the coolest best.
1: stunts in a Fast and the Furious movie.
2: And it just shows like they're escalating in the end of the last one, it was um dodge the train, right? And then Dom gets hit by a truck. Uh and then yeah. this one they they're jumping a car onto a boat. The next yeah. one is a whole different story, but after that, you know, it goes out of control like just the climaxes get bigger and bigger and
1: bigger as far as like destruction and cars get so i thought that was cool absolutely it's my favorite yeah. it's my favorite fast and the furious stunt i think because it's the one that looks the most real too like i know that there's some that they use real cars for and stuff like that but that one looks like that was probably difficult like very very hard to time and line up and make happen so i respect them for that one yeah
2: so
0: that's all i got for tonight you know what that means i'm so excited it is now time joe for our first ever installment, first ever heard by anybody that isn't Rachel, the Too Fast Too Forever podcast, a podcast a subsidiary of the Flow Podcast Network, presents: Which Fast and Furious character are you? Now, Mike, you're going to be our first sort of guinea pig. I mean, can we
1: can we talk about the whole thing? Can we can we give like a breakdown of what oh, happened?
0: Absolutely. I'm, I'm not rushing into this. We got nothing but time.
1: Okay. <laughs> We decided we wanted to do our own quiz.
0: Because, Joe, you found the quiz on Zimbia, which was good. Which I loved. But I love it. We realized quickly that there were only, like, six different answers. Yeah, there's and about six. Is that the only quiz out there? No. Like the podcast element of this, we don't do our research into, are there other ones? And I We looked. just said, we can do this better.
1: I looked. <laughs> there was another one that wasn't as good as that one. That one was, like, the best of, like, the... F- that I looked at. Okay, cool. I got it. Like, I didn't dig deep. I looked at a couple and they were like, do you like to be Brian? And it's like, you're Brian. And I was like, okay, that's lame. So (laughs) Yeah, that's not a quiz. (laughs) They're obviously better than that, but the questions were like very odd. This was like the only one that like some of the answers didn't really make sense.
2: Most of the answers didn't (laughs) really make sense. (laughs) Yes. I don't mean to be stalling. I'm just nervous. I don't know. No, no, no. You're not stalling. I'm still
0: going through it. We're sort of in version one or maybe 1.1
2: of the quiz the, uh,
0: we yeah, have seven 1. questions 1. there are 20 different answers you can you can get 20
2: different Outliers. characters wow maybe I'm maybe I'm Orange Julius
1: maybe you have no idea we had to come up with a way to score them the answers a little behind the scenes that they're all in kind of a gradient okay, okay. is is this one more of this answer or more of this answer And so Joey did, he he did his own set of scoring. After I did that, me, Rachel, and Joe all took the quiz. Yes. And we're all like, oh, those answers actually are pretty good. And we liked those answers. It was pretty cool. But then to make it more fair, right? So it's not one perspective. I didn't look and see any of his scoring. I went back and did my own scoring. Yep. And then we merged the scorings of our two whole scale scorings of the quizzes. And we took the quiz again, and we all got different answers. Hmm. Yes. Okay, very scientific. I like this.
0: So there are a lot of different possibilities here, 20 different possibilities. We have right now, in version 1.1, seven questions. Yes. Each have six answers. Yes. So again, you're answering this how you would, as you, the Yep. what answer best suits you. We'll let you know which character you are, but also, if you want to know which character you're the least... Um, you know, I, I don't know oh. how much we want to
2: really share yeah. on air. We sort of want to save maybe save some stuff, but we could do first and least. Yeah, or maybe you could reveal to me next in two weeks who I'm the least like or Ooh. something. Ooh. I don't know. We can well, in
0: two weeks, you know, we are going to have B Rod. Uh, what what what's his Brian. nickname? you gave him oh, from oh, no, Late Night. Late <laughs> Night. Brian Late Night Rodriguez. We're going to have Late <laughs> Night here uh, to to get to do the quiz then. So we'll see who he is on our in new two weeks. Oh, okay. But okay, Mike. Some of these questions we took from the last quiz, but we have different answers. Some of these questions are brand new. 7 questions, 6 options. Here we go.
1: Oh, I'm Question 1,
0: Mike, how fast are you? NASCAR, roller coaster, Lamborghini Murciélago, Toyota Prius, Vespa.
2: <laughs> or Razor scooter. I'm good. I'm taking a nuance. I'm going with the Lambo. Okay. Okay. I've always wanted to drive a Lambo. Okay. Now my question
0: number 2, how furious are you? The Hulk? Again, last last time you said the Hulk and we were yeah. like, "What?" Yeah. But okay. We got how furious answers. are you? The Hulk, Kylo Ren, Oh. Christian Bale on that one film set.
2: Oh, with the lighting? Yes. Oh man. <laughs> Mel Gibson, Charlie Brown, <laughs> Jack McBrayer. Wait, wait. Oh god. I'm gonna tone it down from the Hulk and I'm more I'm probably more of like a Kylo Ren at this point. <laughs> okay.
0: I'm like okay.
2: outbursts, but I don't they're not long and sustained and then, you know, control after that.
0: Okay. Sure. Now Mike, we're having a barbecue. How are you helping? You're manning the grill, you're saying grace, you're kicking back with a beer, you're babysitting, you're being the entertainment,
2: or you're sneaking a snack. Hmm. You know what? I'll take my hand. I'll do some babysitting at the barbecue. Okay. Gonna,
1: I was going to say babysitting cuz your yeah, yep. Uncle Michael. Yeah.
2: Uncle Mikester. Sure.
0: All right, now Mike, you got some time to kill. What are you doing now? Are you grabbing a bite? Are you working on your car? Hanging with friends? Drinking a beer? Working out or doing some work on your computer? Yes. if um Wait, did you say hanging with friends? That's an option. Yep. no I'm gonna yep. go
2: hang. I'll go hang with some. I'll try and go hang with some friends. All right,
0: Mike. Now describe your wedding. I'm never getting married. <laughs> it's just me and my partner. It's us and our families. It's a backyard country affair. Everyone I know is there.
2: I don't remember. Hmm. <laughs> it's definitely split between the backyard and just the two of us. I think we we're gonna can
0: make it if we <laughs> try.
2: I really, I've always just saw myself as someone who could. We would just grab our hands and go elope uh so i think it's just the two of us okay. Wow. Okay. okay i think and then you know maybe down the line we'll have that backyard the reception. reception okay there.
0: okay mike congratulations you just won the lottery what are you buying your own garage a private plane <laughs> you're gonna gamble it all the way you're gonna buy your
2: child at home a fleet of cars or a new life. Wow, this is crazy because after a chauffeur, one of the things I would do if I ever won the lottery is buy my childhood home. Like, okay. who's ever in there, kick them out, tear That's, it down, you and can build, do it. It, build it from the blueprints, like original style.
1: <laughs> you can do it now. All
0: right, Mike, last question. What's your drink of choice? Belgian ale, Corona, something fruity, water, whatever's cheapest, or whatever you're having?
2: For a long time... It's been water. I've been a teetotaler. I've been a long time. but Lately, you know, around the house and stuff, and if I ever go out, I I have a corona. Okay. I'm going with that answer. I mean, maybe it's the influence of this show to a degree and watching these movies so damn much, (laughs) but, like, when I used to go out, I'd be like, give me an Amstel or something, but now it's like, do you have a corona back there? Dude, a cold corona with a lime in it is,
1: like, it's fucking good.
2: It's really good. And if I'm only going to have, like two or three right so i'm They're not like it. you're not gonna yeah.
1: get wasted yeah. right if
2: we're gonna go out drinking anyway i'll have like gin and tonics first so don't worry about it yeah
0: all right now joe do you know who he is do i have no guesses? idea
1: i have no idea this is so crazy
0: mike you are dominic Toretto. oh what really Wow, you are also that. That's also the same character that Joe is. So here's here's where we need to sort of figure this out because if Dom keeps showing up, maybe we need to adjust some scores. Yeah, I got Mia, so I'm Ooh, Mia. Okay. On the original version, I was Mr. Nobody. I was that got me very excited, <laughs> and now cool. I'm Mia, and I'm less excited, but I still love Mia. I am kind of you know I am kind of Mia. I can't deny that I'm Mia. No, but I, I sort of wish that I was Mr. Nobody. But uh, so there's some ideas of who's out there. But you are Dom. And uh, your least likely character, Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, really?
2: Maybe if I answered Hulk more, <laughs> more like Twinkie maybe. in this Hulk car. That's maybe. crazy. I love that he's an option. I love
1: that. He
0: is an option. Great. Yes. So, so far we got a Mia and two Doms.
1: There's a preview of some other options.
2: Do you guys think I'm a Dom? Like, are there aspects of Dom yeah. in me that you see? Like, maybe his gentle side? I, I mean, you're extremely loyal. You drive like the wind blows. You drive like the wind blows? I hate driving, which I
0: don't... (laughs) You've said, you know, you're angry. Dom's not exactly the most level-headed, always.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I got a sister. sister. You like
1: Coronas. That's a big one.
2: Corona was
0: definitely a big uh,
2: swing in that direction. Yeah. I guess so. It fits for me. Yep. I will wear it proud for you guys, definitely, and for myself. So
0: congratulations, you are our first guinea pig. We will be back in two weeks with Brian... To see if uh, Brian will, you know, who he'll get. Maybe he'll get Brian. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> nice.
2: Brian, get him, Brian.
0: Next up, this Ain't No Ten Second Race, oh, a.k.a. Fuck. Yes. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. This is where we go on Twitter. Each of us finds a tweet, any tweet, that we think might get someone to interact with us, hopefully to listen to the podcast. So last episode, I went to at secondary underscore J fire marshal trill, if Brian's Nissan Skyline doesn't mean anything to you, you're too young for me. Boy, do we have a podcast for you? No response. Do we have a buzzer?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Joe, you went to Hank Jr. at JuniorHank Hank underscore. Paul Walker, real Paul Walker, tweeted, I thought if I got in your good graces, you might let me keep my car. Quote from Brian O'Connor from the first movie. Hank said, that'll happen the day Toretto's Market and Cafe makes a decent tuna sandwich. Boy, do we have a podcast for you? No response. Okay. I felt good about those. No response, though. It happens. Mike then found a celebrity that we did not know, Debbie Ryan, at Debbie Ryan. She said, I've never seen any of these guys stop at a gas station, said her fiancé the second time through the Fast and Furious franchise. Boy, do we have a podcast for you, Debbie Ryan? Nothing. Mm. And then if you'll remember, breaking all the rules, Austin Wolf Southern wrote in, said, (laughs) at Samantha underscore Alette, Sam wrote, I hope I need your suggestions. What are some of your favorite podcasts? Boy, do we have a (laughs) a podcast for you? No response. Of course. Progress in that none of us got blocked.
1: No. no none All of their accounts, accounts still got exist. Banned. Yeah. Yep.
0: But yeah, again, no points. Another month. I don't know how to play this game better, but we're going to try it again because this ain't no 10 second race. Again, to recap the scoring, Joe has nine. I have five. Chris Podcast has one. No one else has any points.
1: Okay. So so poke around right.
0: Twitter, both of you, find mm-hmm. a tweet
1: I got one. that you think yeah, might
2: get some traction
1: i'm gonna go first
2: i looked during the week so i would be prepared
1: oh you already had damn you're doing your research if this is yours then i'm sorry mike
2: no it's not mine
1: uh this is a tweet from tonio at tonio times t-o-n-y-o times fast 9 Hobbs and shaw fast 10 family get together and kick ass fast 11 roman and tej fast 12 proper sequel to tokyo drift This just makes sense. So please, please, as a long fan and supporter of Fast and Furious, don't ruin the titles at Universal Fast and Furious.
0: Boy, do we have a podcast for you.
1: Tanyo Times. Weep. Tanyo. We absolutely do. If there's a kid that's going to listen, it's going to be this kid. 100%. Yes. Or not respond
0: or get blocked. Or probably not respond, but, you know, can't win them all. Can't win them all. All right, Mike, what's your
2: tweet? Action movie franchises today. Ben Bateman. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Ben Bateman at Ben Bateman Media. Apologies, sorry. <laughs> You're but okay. I didn't read mine last time, did I? I don't remember. Action movie franchises today basically just boil down to Mission Impossible versus Fast and the Furious. Am I all day? Cruise forever.
1: Oh.
2: That's Boy, should we say this
0: one or should we say Cruise Club?
2: I don't know. I don't know, but I figured it jumped out at me because of it's Cruise both. Club. It's You know, I figured we got two shots with this one. And
0: once again, Mike going with a verified account on Twitter. To see yeah, if who know. the fuck
2: is Bateman Media? I don't know, but I'll try and stray away from those down for the next couple. No, no, no no, 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 we don't know how this Mike, works. Nothing Mike. is working. Okay. <laughs> nothing okay. is
1: working. There's no rules. Th- then I'll find someone with like a hell of a lot of followers. We tried it. Time. We tried it. We've we tried like jumping into the middle of conversations. It d- doesn't work, man. Nobody cares are you gonna do are you gonna do boy we have a, we have a couple podcasts for you with that one i just or? did
0: the one because i mean i i feel like if we do two it's gonna sort of might skew it we might it might, we might skew it we might fuck up the results we might get a response and then we don't want that to at courtney hxl courtney on twitter i feel like this could be someone who might block us <laughs> she's got five followers following 11 11 tweets her bio is new account same bullshit uh, she says I'm always scared my music will keep playing on my phone after I get out of the car and everyone in the store will know I was listening to the Too Fast Too Furious soundtrack. Boy, do we have a podcast for nice. you. Specific. Is she
1: just listening to Pump It Up on loop cuz it's in this movie like 3 times. Pump, pump, pump. Pump it up. Yeah, I think that the fast the fa- Too Fast Too Furious the soundtrack is just Pump It Up 15 times on one CD. <laughs> He just put that in. But I hope I hope she's listening to it and I hope she listens
0: to this. I feel like when you have eleven or when you only have five followers somebody tweeting at you, either she's gonna be like, I got no time for this, or uh, she'll engage. So, you know, one way or the
1: other we'll find out but Maybe that's accounts like her like hidden account, like like a non work one. Like her burner account. Yeah, and she like doesn't want anybody to read it and she just tweets nonsense from it and she was like, How the fuck are they still finding me? <laughs> You know, like, like, God damn it. I tried to talk about the most innocuous shit on this, and people are still finding me on Twitter.
0: All right. Now we got uh, one other game that we play here. This is the car picture game. Yes. Wes, when he sent in the email before that we read before, he sent in a picture. He sent in a car. Mike, you were on my side last time. Do you want to be on my side again, or do you want to guess with Joe? Which which side of the law
2: Hmm. do you want to be on tonight? I'm going to go with Joe tonight, even though I really am not great at cars. Carring. Card. It's okay. Yeah, but we'll give it a shot. I, I I could use your help.
0: All right. So now Joe, he says, uh the last few were pretty ridiculous.
2: They were tough. They were fun. I, I, he did not give me any
0: credit for recognizing that that was the Alamo Draft
2: House. I, I sort of Yeah, I was still thinking about that like days later, Joey, that like you nailed the yeah, you know, the location.
1: You're lucky you didn't tweet at Adam, because if you tweeted it at him, he would have blocked you on Twitter, because it's so creepy, but go ahead.
0: But, uh, you know, that's where Fantastic Fest is, so I, I've literally seen hundreds and hundreds of movies I know at that movie theater, so. The last few were pretty ridiculous, so I'll do something a little more common this time. Wes says his friend had this car when they were in high school, and Wes always liked it, but he thinks it's a much more popular as a tuner car than he realized. Okay. It's a Japanese car. Okay. Uh, produced for about forty-five years.
1: Forty-five years. Mm.
0: Yep. It's only being produced. Actually, before I before I uh, give any more, let me give you some hints. Uh, it's a four-door sedan. Um, he sent in three pictures of it. One's white. One's red. One's yellow. Thanks. Colors help. So let me just see if this is all okay. So they're all they're all similar-ish. The front has two sort of wide headlights with fog lights below. Uh, split grill in the middle.
1: Split grill in the middle. Interesting.
0: Yeah. The grill's not super important. There's no hood scoop. There is a spoiler on the back. Okay. On, on the one that he sent through, there's one exhaust. It's a big exhaust, but there's one exhaust. What's that? Like,
1: side, and, left, right?
0: Uh, that's a side on the right. Okay. When can I start guessing? You can also ask yes or no questions, which Joe doesn't often do. But yeah, there's you know there's no wrong way to play it, but the, I think you guys should be able to get this tonight. Good. Is it a Honda?
1: No. I was going to go Toyota Celica. Nope. Is it Toyota? Nope, and no. Mazda? No. Hmm. Nissan? No. Okay. Uh, Acura? Nope. You said it's Japanese, right? Yep. A Japanese... It's
0: currently only being produced for Chinese markets, but it is a Japanese car. Okay. And the one I'm describing is from about 2000.
1: Okay. Um, what the fuck Japanese maker are we missing? Uh, big one. Honda. You already
2: said that? Yamaha. Yamaha. Nope, nope.
1: Yamaha's motorcycles. I know, well, I just kind of took a shot in the dark. Toyota? No, still no. Okay. Nissan, Mazda? No, and no, still. Big Japanese automaker that was are still It would be missing. the one that we don't know. Lexus? <laughs> no, they're Japanese.
0: Sports. It's uh, This car's been featured in several Fast and Furious films. Did uh, Sony ever make a car?
1: No. no. Hmm. I tried that last time, I think.
0: It's <laughs> in both this movie and Tokyo Drift.
1: It's in this movie and Tokyo Drift. Mitsubishi. Mm-hmm. Nice. Is it a Lancer? It is. Is it like the OZ Rally edition too? <laughs> they only make Lancers for China now. I well, guess apparently. they haven't made Lancers in a while.
0: So these are the four that he sent in. Uh, the green one Mitsubishi? from Too Fast, Too Furious. And then uh, the red one is uh, Hans and Sean's red drift car in Tokyo Drift.
1: I love Mitsubishi Lancers too. It was one of my favorite cars is that when I was a kid. boy white one looks way familiar. I think I've seen that. Yeah. This car was so much fucking fun to drive because they had like crazy visibility. Like the front, like that front windshield is so high that you can see really well. And I remember the blind spots, right? There's none. It's so much fun to drive. And they were like super light. So they were really, really quick. And I remember I had one at my parents' rental car place and I was like driving back where they were and I just like laid on it and I was just flying in this Lancer like downhill and then like I was like oh shit I need to stop so like I slammed on the brakes and I hit this gravel and I like slid the car for like forty feet <laughs> afterwards. Damn. I scared myself shitless in a Mitsubishi Lancer when I was like fifteen. I didn't have a license. Like I almost drove this thing off of, off the side of like a hill. It was it was just so much fun though. I love that car. And Matt actually had an Evo. He had a yellow Evo at some point too. So he's always like boner about Mitsubishi Lancers. If I go back and buy, like, a car... I Actually, I think that this is, like, one of these cars where, like, if I hit the lottery, like, this is something I would buy just, like, drive, like, every day. You know what I mean? Like you would buy a fleet of cars, even though you answered uh, your own garage. Yeah, no. I mean, I wouldn't really buy a fleet of cars. Like, I would buy, like, a couple that I liked. Like, I would have, like, this. I would have the old man Porsche. And then probably, like, some kind of large SUV truck thing, like, just for utility... Like, it wouldn't be, like, a fleet. It would be, like, three or four, but not, like, a fleet in the sense of, like, Tej goes and buys 30 cars from this auction type thing. Right, okay. Fair, fair. That was a good choice, and it was one that we could guess, so thank you. And ones that we don't guess, I have fun guessing anyway, so thank you, Wes.
0: If you've got a car pick to send in, if you want us to guess a car picture, email family at cageclub.me. If you, have, if you haven't shared your rankings from the movies with us, if you want to submit uh, character write-ups, if you want to send us anything to read on there, or just to say hi, family at cageclub.me. it. And like we were saying earlier, uh, if you wouldn't mind going on iTunes, leaving us a review... Please. Please. That would be great, because there are more Fast and Furious podcasts out there than we thought. Uh, so just to help us distinguish ourselves from the pack, you know, five stars and write whatever you want to write. I don't care. You can be as mean as you want, but if you give us five stars...
1: That's all that counts. Just say, like, Joe 2's awesome, Joey sucks. Yep. Fuck that guy.
0: Valid point. Valid point. Well, thank you, Mike, for joining us for Too Fast, Too
2: Furious. Thank you, guys.
0: Next time around, we teased it earlier, we mentioned it earlier again. Extravaganza. Uh, We're going to pick up a hitchhiker. We're going to pick up Late Night Rodriguez. Oh, oh. pick up a hitchhiker? Three-part crossover. Tokyo Draft going from here to High School Slumber Party to Third Time's a Charm. Get in the back. (laughs) I don't
2: Pop right, in. It's going to be it's new ground, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Don't know what to expect.
1: Me neither. It's I'm excited. Be real though. good. So Explo- go back in two weeks Cause, for cause that. this is a movie. This movie is a high school movie. This yep. is a Fast and Furious movie. Yep. This is a third movie. It's yeah. everything we could want. It's every. It's it's made for us. This is everything we could have ever wanted. So I'm yeah. excited. You know, this is I
0: think episode I want to say 24. So there's a lot of a lot of episodes. So if you have not listened to the ball,
1: you have plenty of time. Skip every two weeks. Them. Every listen, other to, listen to the fan fiction, or just sure. start at the fan fiction and then <laughs> for go me? from the beginning and
2: listen <laughs> to everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, start at the fan fiction. If you like that, the episodes are nothing like it. So i actually listen to
2: everything but the fan fiction. I don't know what I'm saving it for. A like, oh, rainy still day? day I'm gonna get to it.
1: Well, I wasn't
2: saving it for a
1: freezing cold day. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> it's, it's it's like 25 of the best minutes.
2: I'm I'm seriously toying with writing what happens with uh, Han and. Giselle between parts five and six like
1: how do they go from Autobahn to China like where what is that I'm sure adventure? somebody wrote it I'm sure somebody wrote it and we're gonna find it after we spend 10 years reading this one we're going to that one next
0: <laughs> yep so for all things too fast too forever and third time to charm and high school summer party catch up on all of them before next episode you can go to cageclub.me facebook.com slash cage club or at cage club pod on Twitter and Instagram email us family at cage Patreon.com slash Too Fast Too Forever. You'll get some merch uh, if you sign up for those right tiers. You can control, you know, some some bonus content might be heading your way. Um, and yeah, just, you yeah. know, just say hi if you want to support us.
1: It's a place. Yeah, you can do it there.
0: I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And I'm Mike Starr. And we'll see you next time with Brian Late Night Rodriguez <laughs> right here on Too Fast Too Forever. Coming from the top of my dome when I'm My own type of style and ain't nobody stopping my rise to the very top. Hit them up with all I got. Superstar. No, I'm not.